Hello, it's good to see you again. I hadn't been on it for a while. Uh, some folks have been asking some questions, so I thought maybe we'd just answer those questions right here online. So we're going to be um, trying something different. We're going to be doing uh, this Facebook video. We're also going to do a YouTube video. If you want to see that, you can go to Issues of the Heart. Um, and then uh, we're also going to be uh, doing some audio stuff, but we'll keep you informed as to that. Uh, but one of the questions somebody's asking me is about uh, stormy activity in a marriage. How many marriages go through stormy activity and when does it happen and how do you deal with it when it happens? So uh, I thought it'd be interesting this time for us to take this as a step process. So your relationship may be right now going through some stormy activity. But I've got some bad news for you and some good news. The bad news is, I don't know of any marriages out there that hadn't gone through some stormy activity or relationships that have gone through stormy activity. Now I've had people tell me, well in our, in our marriage we've never had a fuss, we've never had a fight, we've never had a disagreement. I'm not saying they're not being honest, maybe they are. I'm just saying that I've not dealt with any couples where that has actually been the case. So uh, what I'm going to say is that most every couple goes through some stormy activity. And what we want to do is we want to look at that stormy activity and see what we can do to when we see it coming, to see it coming, and how we stop it in its tracks. The Bible has a lot to say about stormy activity. Uh, there are some particular verses that we'll talk about here in just a little while. But I want you to know that the fact is every couple, every relationship that exists has the potential to have stormy activity in that relationship. No one's exempt from it. And the fact is this, either you are right now going through a storm, you've been through a storm or hold on because the storm's coming and so what I want to do I want to share some thoughts with you on how you can deal with those storms and I get the idea from there's a there's a passive scripture in Acts chapter number 27 where Paul is being held captive as a prisoner and they're transporting him by boat and before the boat launched Paul warned them he said, you know what, I'm afraid that if we sail right now, it's going to be with great hurt. Because he was trying to warn them that stormy activity was coming. Now, although uh, stormy activity was coming, it wasn't there at the time. If you continue to read that passage of Scripture in Acts chapter 27, you'll find out that the storm definitely did hit. But it didn't hit all at one time. Here's one, something that I've learned over the years. I have people tell me sometime in counseling sessions, well, you know, uh, we just woke up one day and the problem was there. But I'm telling you that's not possible. If you research and study the relationship and you study the issues and you study the things that happen in their relationship, you'll find out that it started off as a soft wind. The storm in Acts chapter 27, the Bible said, and the south wind blew softly. And then it said, after much time has passed, that soft wind turned into an Eurachlodon, which is a massive storm. 
Every problem I've ever dealt with always started as a soft wind. That soft breeze develops into a storm. The problem is we don't deal with the problems until they become a storm. We don't deal with them when they're a soft wind. We don't even recognize them sometimes when they're a soft wind. So once they get to be a storm, it's almost catastrophic, and that's when guys like me get a phone call asking for help. I'll never forget, I was reading the story of an old sailor, and the sailor kept referring to a phrase called sounding out. And when I started studying that, that phrase, sounding out, I learned what happened in the old days back before there was sonar and radar. Uh, what the sailors would do, they had a cord, a long rope, with a weight on the end of it. And when the storm waters began to get pretty rough, they lost track because of the weather where the boat might be and so what they would do is they would throw this cord over the side of the boat with a with a weight on it they would find out how deep it went and they would mark the depth on the rope then what happened and they would sound out they would they would yell out the depth of the water and then when they kept throwing the rope out and the water kept getting shallower and shallower then they knew that because of the storm, because they couldn't see where they were going, if they didn't stop right then, they were going to end up in too shallow of water and be shipwrecked. And so when they sounded out and determined the water was getting too rough and getting too shallow, then the first thing they did was throw out anchors. They threw out the anchors because they knew the safest thing to do right that moment was to just be still. If they went any further, it may end up in disaster. So they wanted to just be still. They didn't try to get the ship out. They didn't try to find out where they were going until the storm settled. They threw the anchors out and just wanted to be still. I think oftentimes in marriages and relationships, when the south wind starts blowing and we see the storm starts to come, we need to throw out the anchor. You didn't wake up one morning and you had a problem. You drifted into it. You didn't wake up one morning and say, you know what, I think I want a divorce. You drifted into it. You didn't wake up one day and say, you know what, these are catastrophic problems we're facing. We can't get over them, so we must just call it quits. You didn't wake up that way. You drifted into it. So what I want to share with you in the next few weeks is what we can do to stop in our tracks so at a very minimum we don't drift into stormy activity. Because if we can throw out the anchor and stop, just be still. We can find out where the problems are coming from. We can deal with those problems and get the ship back on the right track. So what we're going to do for the next few weeks, I'm going to give you 20 anchors that you can throw out in stormy activity to keep from being in a shipwreck. We're going to go through one at a time. 20 anchors. I think you're going to be surprised at what these anchors are. But there are 20 proven anchors that you can throw overboard to stop the ship in its tracks so you don't end up with a catastrophe. So, anchors in stormy relationships. 
We're going to give you 20 of them. Please don't miss any of them because I think you're going to find out the one you missed may have been the one you needed the most. You won't be able to use them all. Some of them may not apply to you, but I promise some of them will. And if you'll make those applications, you'll, able to, you'll be able to deal with some of those problems in your relationship. I was talking to someone here recently, and we were talking about root causes versus surface issues. And I'm going to tell you that, and, and some of my friend, preacher friends and some of my psychologist friends will agree with me on this, I'm going to say probably 80% of the things that my wife and I deal with uh, on a counseling basis are surface issues. They're not root problems. And once you deal with those surface issues, they may, that may be good for a week, it may be good for a month, it may be good for a year, it may be good for five years, but the time comes, those things resurface, they become a problem. And so what we want to try to do is throw out the anchor, stop where we are, find out what the root problems are, deal with those problems, and I think we'll find out that the surface problems will cease to exist. So please don't miss out. Stick with us. Every week, 20 anchors throughout in stormy activity. Thanks. Have a good night. We'll see you for the next anchor.